Haley's with me in Weehawken right now, New, New Jersey, Jersey, Jersey strong. And she's <laughs> seeing my setup for the pod and why things have sometimes <laughs> gone awry. I'm working with an extension cord that is probably from my childhood bedroom. Um, we It's attached to the coffee table. and But yeah, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, welcome back to the Miranda's pod covering it. And just like that. I think it's, what's the episode called? Welcome to the Neighborhood? Sure. Sure. It's, <laughs> it's some pun on the neighborhood. Um, well, we were just actually talking. We like. Well, to... I was really curious about something. Because we were, Gilly has her chai tea latte yes. set up. I've got my latte Dirty right now. Dirty chai, please. Sorry. Excuse Sorry. Me. Dirty chai. She, she wanted to split one shot of espresso. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> like a shot of espresso is so small. But I asked... And you hadn't answered yet. How are you feeling about your wardrobe right now? How are you feeling about your clothing? Did you say wardrobe? Or I think you just said clothing. Well, I'll edit this. No, I'll I'll (laughs) say it again. How are you feeling about your clothing and your style right now? It's a weird part of the season. I know you're coming to New York. How did you feel packing? How are you feeling about yourself Mm, and how you dress? I felt fine packing. Um, Okay, so this is... No, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Um, Because a couple days ago, I was just thinking like, Wow, am I like outdated with how I dress? Like, like what year are you in? Yeah, like the Gen Z takeover with like, I actually like some of the things they're doing, to be honest. Yeah. I think there's like really cool things. I do love cargo pants. I think there's dope. But I also like. But um, not with cowboy boots. <laughs> but, but then it was seeing everyone with the cowboy boots and the the weird kind of like super asymmetrical ruffled kind of skirts of dresses and stuff like that I don't love I don't love seeing the lingerie with the cowboy Mm -hmm. boots it Mm -hmm. was cool for a second too trendy and now everyone is wearing freaking their grandma's lingerie and cowboy boots oh I mean like layered necklaces tiered necklaces and I'm like you guys all look the same like I don't know know. it's um Heather and I have, we're having we had dinner the other night and we were in the East Village. East yeah. Village is very very young for people, NYU. A lot yeah, of NYU students. For people who aren't familiar with New York City, East Village is just a young area. Lots of bars, lots of restaurants. Yeah. And I loved my outfit on Friday. Yeah. I, but I'm like I, I I was not. I don't look trendy. Yeah. But I see some girls and the cowboy boots yeah. are everywhere. So Heather texts me. She's like. What are our thoughts on cowboys? <laughs> and I just think, and I said, yeah, and I think someone online would be like, some conservative was like, yeah. it's cultural appropriation. I was like, let's uh, calm down here. <laughs> but yeah, the cowboy boots are wild in New York City. Well, here's the thing. I love cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. I own a few pairs of cowboy boots. I remember boots. the ones you wanted to paint. I wanted to paint them. Maybe I will. But... They gotta be the right thing. And it's I, too much. I almost bought a pair from Dolls Kill that I like, but they're not. I I, I don't support vegan leather because. uh Oh, am I about to be canceled? Am I about to get a nasty comment <laughs> oh, no. on Apple wait, Review? Why don't, um, <laughs> why don't, wait, why don't you support vegan? Because leather? it's um for me like environment is most is like truly most important. Yeah. Wait, actually, wow, I feel like I'm on trial right now. No, <laughs> I'm just saying like. Waste and and um, materials like that we choose to wear like that's super important to me and like all that vegan leather breaks down very quick quickly because it's all polyester. Well, yeah, and it, it's do, all do, plastic. Do you think it's a little greenwashing to like Aritzia calls it their vegan leather pants when really it's just plastic? Yeah, I think that it's people think, oh my god, did they feed the cow a vegan diet? Like I don't think people think. I think that like 
the word we were just talking about it with makeup saying like makeup's vegan or cruelty free it covers some bases but it also like there's a huge amount we don't know and so like i really don't like when clothing apparel shoes i i really get upset when it's called vegan because it's worse it's actually worse that stuff is all plastic it's not a pair of like leather boots that like you know they're leather boots my mom has from when she was like a kid like from a teenager yeah. that she still has leather real leather is gonna last a long time yeah real, like natural materials i think are better i think if you were somebody who focused from an animal rights perspective yes. i totally get it i get that. again like it depends on where your values are and where it's coming yeah. in um but i would say if like just from like more of an animal rights perspective that don't buy too much like pleather i mean vegan leather is pleather don't buy too much pleather because all of that stuff starts peeling off and then that's getting that those things are particles are getting into Landfill. our air and it's, yeah. yeah it's no oh wow this took a turn i just wanted to know about your style not your, <laughs> not, not your Sorry. opinion i think no. it was the whole shot of the espresso that got me no so, this is okay this is what i this is how i feel i love cowboy boots i really it's copy paste from TikTok. It's, it's now TikTok there's fashion. too much. There's yeah. too much cowboy boots. It was fun. It was funky. Um, it used to be like cowboy boots have always been in. It's always been like just a funky little thing you wear now and then. Now it's everywhere. But yeah, I do feel like clothing wise that I just don't feel trendy enough. I feel like do you feel lo- old. I do because a lot of the outfits I choose. Well, here's the thing, like. The pandemic has really made me focus on comfort. Mm. And like I was always about comfort, but then the pandemic happened and now I can barely wear anything that's has buttons mm. or that has zippers. Like <laughs> anything requires any sort of fine motor skill. You're yeah, like, like not for me. <laughs> denim I only like I very rarely wear denim like I don't also remember you being a big denim girl. I'm not a, I'm not into pants. It's not my Yeah, you're I'm not more a pants into, girl. I find pants uncomfortable. I like skirts. I like cuz I have a lot of chub rub like with mm-hmm. my thighs. Like I like got to be free. I like to be free. You got to be free. And so ergo a lot of my style choices are about things that I know that will last longer and that are comfortable. And yeah, Kelly, I don't know. I kind of feel like you're selling yourself short right now. You're like one of the most stylish people I know. When I'm when I'm going out at night. So you're feeling like your everyday today expression of self through clothing feels boring and outdated. When I go to my co-working space, I wear a bright color pair of jogging shorts. Oh. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. I, I wear like, okay, I wear my like Nikes. And then I wear like a fun graphic t-shirt. But like I am in comfort zone because I'm working and I'm like running to the Xerox machine. I can't and be bothered with buttons and denim and Yeah, I'm zippers. like focused. I can't look cool. I need to focus. Well, I, I think you're <laughs> tapping into a very specific part of fashion which is like the the betweeners and like the you know like when you're staying at a hotel or something on vacation and it's the clothing you wear when you go down to get breakfast or the clothing you get when you're hanging out with friends before an event that clothing I think sometimes we kind of neglect and we don't think we need to like look stylish because that's like 90% of what I wear right and so why not focus on building pieces that can make you feel really good Mm. and stylish for those in between times Mm. because I think like remember all the things like going out tops like how many goddamn going out tops I have or like little slutty little outfits I yes. had and then I'm like but 90% of the time I just need like a 
a normal clothing, but I don't invest in that normal clothing. So what I find now is I do feel like I'm in a good yeah. place with my clothing. Yes. Is I focused on, you know, like a, like if I'm on vacation and it's yeah. like five o'clock and it's like we're not doing anything. Like yeah. what am I wearing? Am I just gonna put on sweatpants and a shirt? Yeah. And I'm gonna feel like a schlep, yeah. or am I gonna like find an elevated piece to yeah. do it? But it's really tough though. Yeah, I I well the thing is, the when you brought this up, I was thinking like I am tired of I've spent too much money on clothing. Oh, it's, yeah. I've, uh, enough is enough at this point. Do you shop secondhand? You do, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I also like to buy a lot of Target. Okay. Which, But some of those pieces, are I'm like, I wear every day for yeah. years. But, but Gilly, my question is, if you looked at cost per wear, if you were to invest in something that's, say, two, $300, okay, bought it once and you wear it so many times. Are, I don't know if I can play the cost per wear game because I think okay. it, I think it enables me a lot. Oh, it's enabling. I do think it's an enabling thing. And that's how I base all my purchases off of like how many times do you think I'm going to wear this and what's the cost of it. Yeah, but it doesn't CPW. But it's not like food where you know that you're buying you, you know that if you buy this amount of groceries that it's going to feed you like 30 times like ultimately like I don't need just because I wear something a lot doesn't mean I need it. Okay interest i see what you're saying yeah you yeah and you have a lot of you have a lot of stuff i have a lot of clothing and yeah. i i and, see what you're saying and i have like i'm getting to a point where i'm like i i don't want to buy new things i really don't and i'm like but i'm starting but you may need some key pieces to elevate what you have to i make, make you feel good yeah and i'm acknowledging that i just won't be trendy but i also am acknowledging that i'm i've i've put so much stuff into the landfill, I've put so much, donated so much stuff to Goodwill that I'm I like, I know, I don't, I don't need to be, and it's it's mostly the credit card thing. Like I don't need to be continually like buying dumb shit and putting it on a credit card. Like so, that's kind of where I'm at fashion wise. Is I'm accepting that I might not look mm-hmm. as trendy, which ergo means I might not look as young, mm-hmm. which ergo means. <laughs> go here to four yeah to four i might just like but at the same time like i don't know if i when i'm like this is what i wonder what we're both 33 okay when we were out 23 24 out in new york city you know running around going to bars going to restaurants do you think we looked as young as yes the gen you, you think so absolutely i think that we actually looked like we were trying to fit in to the more sophisticated age group. Like I, I will go out and like be going to a restaurant and then I'll see like a gaggle of girls come in and like, they've clearly all been taking photos outside on the sidewalk for their yeah. Instagrams. And they all come in with like the same TikTok outfit. I know. And it's, like, they all look like they're from goddamn. Um, what's that midnight one with Leon rhymes. Oh, yeah. The Cowboy. Can't stop the moon. What movie is that? Oh, Coyote Ugly. Yeah, they all look like they're from Coyote yeah, Ugly. Yeah. Or I'm, like a Mary-Kate Nashley early yeah, aughts show. Yeah, and, and they just seem a little bit like juvenile and like, I don't know. I feel like they're not like acting older. But the thing is, Gilly, but maybe I don't we think were that way. No, I don't know. Because I don't think we were ever though that type. So I think it's that feeling of being 13 over and over again that you're not part of like the cool girl group, yeah. the ones taking the photos, wearing the thing. Yeah. Like I don't know if I've ever really been in like a trendy style group in, in the sense of people who are like, yeah, we've been there. I, I, I think so. But I, I think 
that like I've never been someone that did a big other than college yeah like a girl's outfit photo yeah yeah like college being obsessed did it a lot. with like your outfit and how other people are going to perceive it online yeah. I don't know so I feel like there are people who get dressed for photos and people who get dressed just to yeah. live their life yeah yeah I'm I'm like maybe I'm being a huge hater right now but like I was just in Venice Beach last weekend I think last weekend and like under the Venice sign I saw this I think she was a tourist or maybe she was, I don't know where she was from but she was having her boyfriend take a million photos oh, of her just her and it was kind of those things where you know what they close their eyes to make it look candid Ooh. you know and it was just like it was endless it wasn't and I'm like I'm trying to cross the street right now like are you really kind of holding up the pedestrian traffic to get and I'm the like, shot and I'm also like what a bummer like he's not in the photo with you like yeah. Why I see it all the time. Don't all you want to enjoy this? Like, if it, if you want to, like, kind of capture this moment, like, don't you want him to be in the photo with you? No. Like, I, no. <laughs> no. Well, so, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, just find it kind of odd. What I'll, a double-edged sword, though. Because, like, I mean, have you have, have you seen the photos that Dakota's taken of me? They're horrific. Well, yeah. And, and honestly, potentially, <laughs> there might be malice behind them. Yeah, like, yeah, is yeah, he intentionally yeah. doing this? Because... All of our photos are are streamed to the Google Home, and they're really bad. So then, <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could be a girl who like made him take 30 ones until I got the right shot. Yeah, and no, I don't. because like I don't. I, I do mean, not. He has some nice photos of me, but like it's the minority of the photos. So maybe these girls are like, I'm so sick of having like I take very nice. Yeah, photos Yeah, but of the I photo. will not accept on my end and on a viewing end when someone takes a photo and they like, do you want to review it? No, I'm sure it's great. That's I, what I say I, all the time. I'm that sure it, it's great. So that even is if my, it's bad, I'm sure it's great because I can't. Yeah, I refuse I to hold up pedestrians i refuse to hold up other people's time i think it's based on reviewing a photo yeah because yeah. the same couple she went to review the photos and then went right back into place yeah. i think that's wrong i think it's weird i think it's vain so i have learned and this is i have a big big rule and it's people can say they like it or not i don't know i if i'm out at night i will never look at photos of myself in the evening. I won't do it until oh, yeah. until the next day has passed. Because I've had so many nights ruined yeah. and days sitting out at dinner in which I've gotten a photo taken of me. You and didn't I'm like so, it. I hate the photo and I think, how could I look like that? I look so unattractive. I thought I, I, I'm feeling great yeah, in the yeah, mirror. Yeah, I like yeah. what I see. I don't like photos of myself. Yeah. You have to give yourself 24 hours before you see a photo. Yeah. And it's, it's unnatural to have somebody take so many photos of you and then you look at it you feel bad you want to redo the moment no take the photo I don't look at them but I think the moral to go even deeper I think the moral of the story is don't like care too much about what you look in the photos because like we're really flattening the way that we like experience our world it's like it's so sad like I don't know like I I mean think about all those like you know how much fucking mental space the the Jenners Kylie Jenner Kendall Jenner and the Hadids, they take up all our mental space because all their Instagram photos or them, her walking out from the lakes, you know, court side seats at the Lakers game, like all those reels we constantly see. And I'm like, I was just thinking the other day, I went to this really nice wine tasting on Thursday night um, in LA and it was $15. Okay. For, you got to try three different kinds of natural wine and it was i think it was like a woman 
made like wine or whatever. I mean, I'm you know whatever. I don't care if it's a man or a woman, but it, that was the the event, and. The pool was gorgeous. It was that Silver Lake pooling in. There was a sunset. There were palm trees all around us. You were allowed to bring your dog $15 for this just amazing ambiance. And I just thought, this is so nice. And you got to people watch. You got to look at people's outfits. And it just felt a really nice thing to do after a long work day. And I was just thinking, wow, like these like uber famous people don't actually get to do something like this. Yeah. Yeah. They get to, they don't. They, you, you pay a price. Yeah. You they pay the price. They're like sheltered. They're, in, you know, they're in a vacuum of like luxury with like maybe not other people around even. And yeah. like, I don't know. I just felt like, who cares what the fucking photo looks like? Yeah, I don't look great. But like, I don't know. Like the, the, this moment that we're having where we all just got off of work, we're having our wine. My friend has her dog there. Like, it felt good. So like, I don't know. I'm trying not to harp on how I look in photos because it's the easiest thing you can do, mm-hmm. right? Is critique it, it, yourself. Well, it, I've gotten, I, I'm bored with my self-hate like and complaints. Yeah, that's it. It's really boring. And I've realized after a certain age, like it's un, it's honestly unattractive for myself and how I present myself to others to be so self-conscious and, and honestly yeah. have so much of my self-esteem wrapped up into how I look. Because yeah. if I sit at a table and I... And what I can offer based on my humor, yeah. my intelligence, how I care about people. Yeah. That is what people remember about me. People remember yeah. how you made them feel and, and yeah. how you showed up. Yeah. And and and, and the, the how I look is the least interesting thing about me. And I do yeah. think I can look attractive and I can look pretty. But the issue is if I don't feel that way, I think none of me is good. Yeah. And that yeah. I have a I've had a major I'm still on the journey yes. of like untangling how I look, how I think people think yes. I look, and how I feel about myself. Oh, we're all and, there. And clothing, makeup, hair. It Having kind of, a, a single strand of hair out of place in a photo, whoa, can really make yeah, you spiral. So I, again, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm also it's like tired. a journey and I'm doing the work. You are doing the work. And also, like, I've been talking to friends lately. Like, I'm really tired of restrictive, de- restrictive eating. And I really am – I'm – like I've been following or just seeing more content pop up, at least in my feed about like intuitive eating, which I also have some critiques over as well. But like, I think just in general, like I'm really tired. I've done like the whole 30 diet a a million times. I generally eat probably like in a paleo slash whole 30 style, but I'm not trying to like get hurt, like punish myself for like, You know, having a grain or having bread, God forbid, you know, or having sugar in my coffee this morning. Like, I'm, I'm really tired of, I, I have no energy to live restrictively. I don't. I, I want to know that I'm ge- generally eating healthy, that I'm generally getting movement in, and I'm generally hydrating, and I'm generally getting time away from, you know, binge TV, working on my screen and making sure I'm outside and moving yeah, for my soul, you yeah, know? I, I think it's also just put down the phone and just, you know, live your life. Yeah. And so a lot of the, the, the things, you now have this running commentary 
about how to improve your personal efficiency, the choices you make, all the things you're doing, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, am I wearing the And it's just this constant like loop and feed of other people's voices. Yeah. And I think just like, let's put the phone down. Yeah. Let's just make our own choices, live our life and just like do the best and we can. And also you present. were talking about like assigning so much morality to your life, right? Yeah. It's good that I this food's good, this food's bad, or it's it's good that I got outside. It's bad that I didn't. Like, just yeah. kind of like, I can't, I can't anymore. Like, the this is where I think the wellness is officially backfiring. I think that yeah. there's been so much discussion on ways that you can be that girl or ways that you can optimize and improve this and that, but then it really starts getting into this place of, wow, did I pinch pennies this week? Did I... You know, not, like sometimes I'm like, do you ever like that that thing, that like hilarious dichotomy of like, oh, it's, wow, I'm saving money on food, but it's adding more calories or it's less, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. do I save money on the food or do I eat something healthy, you know? And it's like, which one do I want to cut this week? Yeah. You know, do yeah. I, it's just so silly. Anyway, I don't know how we got here. It's 20 minutes of us. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> well, And just like that, well... <laughs> Well, actually, something you brought up earlier, mm. Kelly, when you were talking about <laughs> how, um, like, super celebrities who've who've kind of been denied certain simple experiences and like the wealth they have, and I, the first thing I thought of was Carrie and that goddamn apartment that she bought in this episode. All right, we got to get into it. Do we? Let's do a quick recap. Okay, so quick recap, and just like that, and just like that, um. We watched this last night together. It was the first time we'd watched this season together. So it was really fun watching it, having you there, like to watch it with me. Usually it's just Dakota. And the let's see, where are the girls? Carrie and Aiden are really in the throes of their relationship. She's met his three sons. She's gone down to Virginia. We really wish we had seen it. That we'll talk about that after. Yeah, that's so insane. Carrie and Aiden are getting kind of kicked out of Che's apartment. So Carrie needs to find a new place. She's ready to sell her apartment. Seema ends up finding her a beautiful place that is insane. Yeah. I mean, we'll we're gonna we'll get in we're gonna there. dive we'll into that. Into but, we'll so, into major plot point: Carrie is selling her apartment, buying a new one. Miranda and Charlotte have an intertwined kind of pot, plot this episode, in which um, Charlotte's daughter Lily is potentially, we think, confirmed hooking up with Brady. Our prediction came true. Yeah. And in this episode, Miranda is still dealing with some of the difficulties of, of having a roommate. Mm. Naya is getting it on, and Miranda is kind of a victim it's to the pornographic. sounds. It's pornographic, but hey, that's we were. It's Sex and the City, but not really. But it's also weird that we only saw Naya in the context of like we only see Naya like we see this character the least. Yeah, and we saw the her in the context of just like fucking a guy yeah that's um, we were naya like, okay. is an interesting character and we wish that the show would explore her more i mean i kind of don't really necessarily care about the new characters i'd yeah. like to like we want we, we kept saying like we're steve we want to know about yeah. steve but okay um bagels are here by the way bagels are here dakota got us some bagels. so happy to be on the east coast I know, getting bagels. bagels so um seema is still dating that kind of actor guy i mean who cares I do like Seema as a character. She's really grown on me. I really don't. I, I like Seema. I, I, I like the, after last week's episode when she stood up to Carrie. With oh, I love that. There's a part of me. I'm I like, just oh, don't I see really. It. I don't get it. I don't know why. What other plots things have happened? Um, Anthony and Giuseppe, Giuseppe are together. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, that was a sweet yeah. plot line. We're happy for Anthony. And 
I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the big things we're going to talk about are Charlotte, Lily, Brady. Yeah. Carrie in the apartment. Yeah. And I think that might be, yeah. that's kind of the big plot points. Yeah. And maybe Naya in the last scene with Instagram and kind yeah. of figuring out what she saw on her phone. Oh my God, they're here. Thank you, Dakota. Oh, thanks, Dakota. Oh my God, yeah. thank you so much. What did you get, Sarah, on yours? I just did a plain bagel with lightly toasted. Okay, we're gonna take a, a just a munching break. Munching break. Why don't we take a few bites and then we'll get we'll be back. So, so Carrie and Aiden, should we, we get, get into that first? Yeah, I think we should get into it. Um, I think we should get into Carrie and Aiden first because we last night immediately went to Zillow and the yeah. internet. We were. Once she said it was the a Gramercy key to the park, we knew where this was. Well, we she just said, I have a key to the park. And we Which both... said Gramercy Park. Yeah. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. I was like, you've got to be kidding yeah. me. So this part is really you don't, interesting. You don't just, first of all, the wait list of Russian billionaires, I would imagine, Hey. For one of those apartments on Gramercy that has a key to the park is highly coveted. So that's why, I mean, I guess Seema does have connections. We get the, you know, cameo from Million Dollar Listening, Ryan Seferin or Seferin. Who's the guy from Million Dollar Listening? Ryan what? I thought you knew him. Um, Dakota, I know you like real estate. Yeah, Dakota. Heather's going to laugh listening to this because she says that from the podcast, she says that I'm obsessed with real estate. and that You are. And that she's like, you couldn't get past the Miranda Steve mortgage situation and like the real estate aspect of it. But guess what? This is a, if you live in New York City, Real estate, talking about apartments, how much things cost. That is part of just the conversation. And and real estate and relationships. Yes. So I think that it's a worthy topic because it's a real frick thing. So in this episode, for those of you who are not watching, again, Aiden just will not go back into Carrie's apartment. And her um, uh, solution to this, because she's imagining a life with Aiden and potentially his three older children, potentially visiting at one point, is to buy a four-bedroom, three-bath, duplex apartment on the Gramercy Park with the access to the private park. We looked this up. This apartment is valued at upwards to 23 million. Some people were saying five. It's not five million. It's, it's going to be between million. probably 10 and 23 10, 10 and 20 million. Yeah, and that's for the whole building. So we're not so sure if she has a unit in the building. I know. Anyone who maybe knows more about this, please DM us because we were looking up. We were on Reddit. We were trying to figure this out. There's no way it's below 10 million for that apartment. For a the four bed. Well, for, the, for the building, it's 23 for sure. But I don't... For the unit, I think it's probably... But it's a four-bed, three-bath duplex unit, though. Oh, Gramercy. It's probably like, like come a, on. It's probably at least $12 million. Absolutely. Which does make me wonder, what is Carrie's net worth? How much did she get from Big? But also, I mean, we were... I mean, there was Here's a moment thing. where I literally... We were, we were frustrated by this. <laughs> I... Yeah. We There's, had this kind yeah. of whole... Like... Kind of breaking Carrie down. I mean, do you want to talk about it? Okay, so Carrie Tracker, ding, ding, ding. I We were, we got into it. I was like, you know what is, okay, this is what's, you know what's so irritating about this whole, like, Gramercy, mm-hmm. this Carrie kind of bouncing around with 
just buying a she fifteen ha- million dollar. She has like play money. This just feels yeah. like you know play money when you're a little toddler with your little play you're, school your kitchen. Allowance. Yeah. And you're making, you know, plastic muffins and you're running a little fake muffin shop. Mm -hmm. It's like play school. It's what this is what's irritating. She is she lived so irresponsibly in her 20s and 30s, buying crazy designer bags, clothes, whatever, going to expensive restaurants and clubs and bars. And Carrie just manages to always get like a jail out of free card. Mm -hmm. She gets to marry big and then. They buy a giant apartment. She has a giant walk-in closet. Then he dies. And then she gets to buy this massive apartment in, like, seriously, this is like, we're talking like Bezos level Mm -hmm. uh, property. And then she gets to, as you mentioned, get back with the guy that she had rejected initially to get with Big, Mr. Big Bucks. And so it's like she's... You said it, it's somebody who lives without consequences. I mean, and it's interesting. I mean, it's that's perverse. Exact, it's, it's well, it's also the question about. Um, okay, we talk about sex. Sex in the city um, did address Carrie's finances. They absolutely did. We're not they, the 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 original series talked about that she was bad with money. This came up multiple times. Well, of course, and she needed that long. What I got super frustrated in this episode is that you had Carrie, who was so irresponsible with money, who really had had to turn to other people for help. She marries big, makes out. Yes, he dies. That's awful. That is a huge consequence. We're not undermining that. She then inherits so much money from him. Yeah, she gets to get back with Aiden who she rejected. He was a good guy who just magically comes back to her. Guess what? That doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. She gets to then buy this apartment and um, potentially for his children to visit offhand. They barely like her. Do you think they're actually going to be living there? Absolutely not. They're hypothetical. So she just kind of always gets the bill paid. And then you have Miranda who made all of these right financial decisions, was so independent, bought her apartment, made good decisions, bought this brownstone, and she's sleeping on a twin bed in someone's apartment and the juxtaposition between Miranda's living situation and Carrie's fantasy life is so frustrating yeah because you had Miranda who did everything right and yet somehow be and it all comes back to like the relationship with men Miranda did not marry someone who had money she had her own and she's out on her ass yeah Carrie who married someone who was very very wealthy is now reaping the benefits of it Charlotte who got that apartment from Trey reaping the benefits of it it's a very interesting conversation Charlotte about, worked for that apartment well, I do what, I do agree that's what she said she did and she's she got it she was entitled to it yeah I understand it that was through a relationship though she wanted she, the kids she, she wanted a family she did but he she didn't keep did his end of the bargain get that apartment by her social emotional choices not by the financial decisions Correct. That she made and yes, a marriage is a financial decision, but the frustrating part is that all of these women's finances are so directly tied to their partner, which is a reality. This is not, this is a real thing. I guess thing. what I'm saying is... I'm frustrated that Miranda's sleeping in a twin bed and Carrie gets to have a fucking four-bedroom, three-bath apartment at Gramercy Park. I guess what I'm saying is, what are we saying? <laughs> like, are we... <laughs> Dakota is listening to this. Dakota, get in here. You didn't. See, you didn't see the episode. No, I'm Dakota, just saying. Like, like, what are Carrie is selling is this, her apartment, and she's buying a four bedroom, three bath apartment on Gramercy Park that's valued at ten to fifteen million dollars. Valued at ten to twenty three. Because we Aiden at- can't even stand and think of the of going into her old apartment because she wants her kid, his kids, to maybe come visit at some point. It's because crazy. It's crazy. And Miranda has Miranda has nowhere to live and sleep. 
She has no access to her brownstone. And it just, the, the, the like, the fact that, like, Miranda did all the right things is out on her ass. And yeah. Carrie now gets to have, like, the New York fantasy. Well, it's just, like, it's just, like. It feels unfair. It's it's just, like, a dream state. It just doesn't feel, you don't get to get everything in life. I, I mean, I just think that you don't, yeah, you don't get to get everything in life. Well, I guess Big died. Well, but she wouldn't have the apartment if Big didn't die. I don't know. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, Dakota just said, this is correct, Dakota. He's saying the one difference is Miranda is going through the dissolution of a marriage, correct. an affair. That And that is a real, I think actually Miranda's situation is very real. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we can necessarily do apple. It's more like it apples, apples to oranges. oranges. But yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is, are we saying, which I don't agree with, are we saying it's bad that women gained financially through men, no, I don't think that's bad. But I think we no, no, no. I don't. Yes, I think I agree we were. I think you were maybe coming off that way for a second. Oh wow, not what I meant. But now, like, I don't know. oh, they're bad. Miranda's good. No, I think it's more of just the idea that like we have like more plausible situations, which is Miranda and Charlotte. Yes, right. Where yeah, it, it feels. And then Carrie just. I feel like Carrie just gets again this like. She this giant like gift card or coupon. It's, it's like winning the lottery. Honestly, it's winning the lottery. It's winning the lottery. It doesn't really happen that much. Maybe it happens to some people. Okay, the Miranda plot line very realistic. Very, it's a very realistic plot yeah. line in which like you guys have property together and the marriage is over. And I think and that's what Dakota's trying to exactly. say. Exactly. Yeah, I totally get that. The thing with Carrie that is so bothersome. It's like she's been struck that, by like happy lightning 10 times. And, and it is. And I think the other thing about, you know, if you live in New York City, like it is a struggle to pay rent. Okay. It is hard to live there. Yeah. I am a New York City teacher and I, I really cannot afford to have the life that I would like or a nice apartment in New York City. Okay. It's hard. I moved to Jersey. That's fine. A lot of people cannot afford to live in the city. It bothers me that this show wants to talk about real things, real issues, and then not touch upon the, um, the reality of like rent in New York City and like buying apartment and for her so willy nilly, I it just feels like they will never touch class and money with her, and it bothers me. I agree, and I, I know we've talked about this in every episode. And now we're maybe sounding like a broken record, but it, it, yeah. but it, it just is funny that the it, it it is funny and ridiculous that the show is just strong arming us into believing that they're super like politically progressive, but like. Having $23 million to buy, you know, an apartment in Gramercy because, you know, the love of your life is too hashtag triggered to go into your apart, your current apartment to like hang out is like. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's really crazy. And the fact that like the money thing with Carrie now is Carrie was so irresponsible financially. Yeah. She made every wrong financial decision. Yeah. And now she gets to write a $100,000 check to not feel uncomfortable with her it, boss. She gets to go shopping yeah. when she feels bad. She gets to go furnish a new apartment that she's living in um, with all new houseware just without even a discussion about Blinking it. Blinking of an eye. And again, maybe this is coming from a state of envy. Maybe this is coming from a state of... Um, jealousy 
and and feeling like this is not realistic. Yeah, I think there are people who live this way. Like, at what point do you think all those three kids, the, the kids can't share a room? Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your yeah. Potential, Pull out couch. The, the, the person you've been with for two months. And this gets into the uh, part of their relationship. Carrie runs and is, um, is meeting up with Aiden's ex-wife, Rosemary DeWitt. Yeah. And um, one of our uh, listeners um, DM'd me and was talking about how this is actually um, Burger's wife oh, in real life ron livingston ron livingston um this is um elizabeth who is a fan of the pod and so she pointed it out so i loved that that connection but so carrie meets up with the ex-wife and the ex-wife says one i do not want my children as content so do not write about my kids yes. do, not, do not use them in any of your work which i love that she called them yeah called her carrie out and also said like you cannot break aiden's heart again i know your history oh that was we like that scene. we liked that because we we Drama. we were like oh okay and carrie was very on board with not having the kids written about which, yeah but then it, as soon as she's she, like ooh, don't know if i can promise the breaking of the heart again yeah <laughs> i can't do that i won't write about your minor children in yeah. my sex column that's fine <laughs> but i think you're crossing a line here when you say i can't trample all over his heart okay so i mean at this point if care that's the thing is there is no way aiden has to be the one to end it with carrie yeah carrie will not at this point do it if she no. does it she will be cemented as an anti-hero but also in, forever, we, in, in cinematic history we and our uh listener debbie who had emailed us totally called out that like there's just these parallels of old sex in the city which is like Nina, whatever mm -hmm. the face like was like, whoa, you messed him up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's basically the same Second City plotline over and over again. Um, I, I mean, there were a couple little red flags that went off in this episode with Carrie and Aiden when Carrie's talking to the apartment. He's like, well, don't buy it for me. Oh Do it for you. And remember that Carrie did this to Aiden, where she's like, this should be. I remember there was some scene where Carrie was always like, well, don't do it for me. Right. Don't do it. Dude, this should be for you. And he's very us thinking. And it feels like the tables have flipped a little bit mm -hmm. that Carrie's now the one who's like, I want the future with you. I want to do this to you. I want to show that I'm committed to you. Um, and Aiden felt a little a little standoff. There was a couple of things with the kids. Carrie was a little bit unhappy. Yeah. The kid didn't want to take the FaceTime call with her. So we They've did. dropped a little Easter yeah. eggs here and there. There's a couple things where they may be exiting the honeymoon phase yeah. and we may be getting to the real I mean, I think it's absolutely outrageous of this and just like that production. Like they are, they have posters plastered all over the subway. You guys can take a quick trip down to Virginia to shoot a pivotal scene. Carrie, oh, I see what you're how saying. How could you not film that scene? Like, you do you guys want to bring this show back? Then go down to Virginia and show that scene of Carrie entering Aiden's world and his I know. family. I know why. Well, Gilly, that brings there was up. no recap of the trip. Even this, well, this brings up a huge issue. Can we I found. hear how it went? The editing on the show is wild it's they so bad cut off scenes in the middle of a sentence and we're like wait wait <laughs> i was like did we miss something did it skip forward these scenes like when they're in all first off the girls are all visiting carrie's new luxurious apartment they're dressed yeah. as if they're 
in a costume thing. The, like the, the clothing. They look like they're like, going to like a Vanity Fair after party. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Miranda, you're living in like a twin bed in the room, but you somehow have a three piece suit. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think so. Charlotte. Yeah. Okay, fine. That maybe rings true for Charlotte Carey. The Miranda thing looked a little like, Miranda, really? Like, yeah. You got a lot of shit going on and you're doing that, but okay. Yeah. And they, the scene just like cut. They're talking about things. It's really interesting. It cuts. The scene after, it just cuts. I don't, the editing is very odd. Maybe they just, they filmed too much and they just had to piecemeal it together. And that's what it feels a little like, like. A, a goddamn quilt, like a patchwork thing. It, 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 it's, it's so weird. And like, how, how are you supposed to make us believe anything about, like, how are you supposed to make us invested at all in this show if you can't even show like such a, what would have been such an insane moment? I know. Why did they not show us Virginia? Why did they? Not- why didn't they? Why didn't we have a brunch at the very least? A brunch sit down recapping the chickens and like what it was like and wow, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. know I, I was really annoyed that they didn't show us Virginia. I was annoyed that we didn't see them meeting the kid. I love that the fourteen year old kid is not vibing with Carrie. That feels like rings true. Like Carrie's not really a kid person. Yeah. I did like in this episode how. Brady and Lily kept referring to them as Aunt Miranda, Aunt Charlotte, yeah. Aunt, um, Aunt Carrie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cute that, like, mm-hmm. these are, like, if you have a best friend for how long? In 20 years they've had, I mean, you've known this child yeah. for 18, 19 it's, years. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. But, like, Carrie's not a kid person, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I, Gilly, I, I don't know. I don't well, know what's what do you going think? on Okay, this. so what do we think is going to happen with them? So, based on the sneak peek, Aiden is so excited when Carrie refers to the apartment as their place, our place. Yeah. Um. Damn. I hope she has some sort of co- like again talking about talking about the mortgage situation. Like Carrie's foot in the bill. Hmm. Aiden's maybe we got some sweat equity. Maybe it's gonna be like the whole Steve situation that Aiden's gonna do work on the place with oh his, like furniture God. shit. You know, like maybe he's gonna furnish it with furniture. Who knows what it is? But like this is a giant giant investment yeah. even for care with the money she has this apartment is a crazy it's giant purchase. so yeah i mean maybe she just has so much money that it's inconsequential but i love at the end where she's like she's like bye i want the apartment <laughs> do you know how much work it gets like i want to see the inspections i want to know what's going on i want to see what seema's commission was on that one yeah talk about you know a, 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 a bountiful friendship yeah so Tell them, please DM us. Let us know what your thoughts on the apartment were. Maybe we're like, sometimes I think, Gilly, we take the show too seriously Mm -hmm. when the show is so ridiculous and it is a fantasy. But I think we're able to critique it because the show has purposely brought up real issues. That's the thing. It's like, be fantasy or be reality. But they'll try to be fantasy and then they'll try to be like the common man. And to check check off boxes. To be (laughs) like, we talked about this. We we did it. We're good. We're not bad. We're a good show. We're just like the civilians, the plebs. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Some other things. Oh, I want to talk about... um, Brady Lily or um, Che. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's quickly talk about Che. So I (laughs) I was... I wrote this down. I said, are they really giving Che... A romantic subplot. So Che is sitting at their workspace at yep. the vet's office, and someone comes in with a box of kittens and is flirting with Che, and Che's flirting back. And I was really surprised that Che now has their own plot without the other characters being involved. 
But based on the sneak peek next week, Che is going to go back to stand up and Miranda goes to the show. So it does, I do think Miranda and Che are headed back to either becoming friends or maybe getting back together. Yeah. Why are they keeping Che around? Yeah. Yeah. They're so ke- definitely keeping Che around. There was like a little flirtation with that. With Che. The girl came in or yeah. whatever. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Che's not going anywhere. Che's not going anywhere. Um, Lily and Brady. So Lily and Brady, we I, called this. Yeah, I like this. Base. <laughs> it was a really fun plot line. I yeah. like that. We're seeing Miranda and Charlotte as mothers. Yes. And imagine like you, like you have a kid and I have a kid and they like, we're like, we think our children are hooking up. And then Miranda's like, or Charlotte, like they're cousins essentially. And it's like, well, not really. (laughs) So I thought it was really funny. I like how the promo poster basically told us this was going to happen. I don't know where I see this going. So basically Um, just to recap, I know you said this again, but um, Lily, uh, I guess like Brady going over to support Brady through his process of trying to because get him to go to college. Miranda can't fathom him working at Scal making fries. Making fries, even though that's a solid summer job for a teenager. But well, a little classist. Yeah. Oh my God, what is he going to do? Learn how to crinkle fries? Yeah. That will be his only skill. She said something like that. And so basically, Lily's super ambitious. She's on the college track. So Charlotte suggests, like, oh, what if Lily goes over? And so Lily goes over while. Miranda, which I don't understand, is like living at the twin bed or something. But she needs to take a shower. And Naya's, the bathroom is in Naya's room. Right. And so Miranda can't take a shower. So she goes to her old brownstone to take a shower. And I don't Again, know how far they live yeah, from each other. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Whatever. We'll, 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 we'll buy it. And she walks into the brownstone, and Lily's coming out of Brady's room with like a New York t shirt. No something. pants. No Coming pants. out of the bedroom, disheveled. Yeah. And. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's very... She's like, hey, Aunt Miranda. So it's very clear that they're getting it on. Yeah. And um, basically at the fundraiser that Harry and Charlotte are having for LTW For Herb, Herbert and his role for... His run for comptroller. Comptroller. Um, like, Brady wants to come to it. And Miranda's like, he would never want to come to something like this. He shows up. And he shows up. and They're like, flirty. They're flirty. And so it, it was really fun to watch... Super Char- cute. Yeah, Charlotte and Miranda, like, looking over it. The detectives. And they don't get an answer. And at the end, they're okay with not having an answer. Oh, yeah. yeah they're yeah. okay with, like, not knowing. Charlotte's like, I had a lot of sex my mom didn't know about. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, I like Miranda and Charlotte as parents. I liked Miranda's, like, ruminating spiral in which mm. she's like, oh, it would be so nice. Like, Lily would be part of the family. And then she's like, ooh, Miranda would be her mother-in-law. Ooh, maybe that. What if this happens? So I kind of liked how Charlotte's yeah. brain worked, which is, like, being, like, 10 years ahead of the moment. Yeah, which is like a woman's Very brain. <laughs> yeah. Like basically like playing chess with yourself. <laughs> and then like, you're like, who am I even playing against? <laughs> um, so I thought, yeah, I, not sure where this is going, but I like that it happened. Yeah, me too. I think very fun, very fun plot line. Yeah, super fun. I think that's it for the episode though. Anything well, else? let me look at some of the notes. We talked about, oh, what do you think about how Naya was having sex so loudly knowing Miranda was there? What do we think? I What's the like, etiquette? It's her apartment, but I just think in general, like, that's college shit. You don't, you know, like, you gotta. Yeah, I feel like it was a little. Be a little bit more discreet. Yeah. I think if you know there are other people in the home, mm-hmm. you have to just be more conscientious of yeah. like how loud you're being. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for Naya. Get it. 
Um, at the end, Naya is scrolling on Instagram and oh, yeah. she sees her <gasps> ex-husband like holding that girl's the, the musician he was working with his belly and she's like pregnant and again like just doesn't make sense like how much time has passed are right. they officially divorced I know that Naya was doing their divorce like she was doing it herself but like has that much time passed that this girl is like visibly four or five months that's, pregnant that's what I'm wondering and also were they having an affair then because that yeah. would make more sense and also Naya was struggling with fertility this was a slap in the face to I Naya I know. And remind me why they got divorced because like they had trouble with I, getting pregnant and I, so she was like get out the door or or she was like let me fuck other people. I don't or something. No. I'm trying to think back and like please let us know cuz I'm totally just forgetting don't this flush plot out line. her character at all. I know. And also she's like an interesting character. I really like Naya. Yeah. I really like Naya a lot and so I we wish they would. we don't know enough and they've like they're kind of I, so what I think happened was they were having fertility issues. They were trying. It got too exhausting. It was too frustrating. They were trying to go some route. One of them didn't agree with it. One didn't like it. Maybe she had kind of given up on having kids, but he still wanted them. I think that was it. And so yeah. now we got that girl pregnant. Damn. Right. Damn, damn, damn. So, okay. So Naya, Simo, And also whatever. had the nerve to post it on Instagram. Yeah. Just absolutely That just crazy. seems rude. I don't know. I think it's weird when people have to find out about that stuff online. Oh, Another bomb being dropped. What? LTW was pregnant. Oh my god, yes. So that you, yeah. I think you almost missed it because I did. she says it again. LT, first off, kind of calling out LTW's husband in this episode. Uh-huh. I love them as a couple. I like mm-hmm. them as characters. Um, she's basically falling asleep wherever she goes. Yeah, Herbert instead of acting concerned is basically just accusing <laughs> her of being a workaholic and not supporting. Yeah, him. I, I mean, I think that's what I would think, right? But. And so then she shows up. She's running late again. He's kind of pissed. He's scolding her, and then she's like, "I'm pregnant." All right, let's talk about how old do you <laughs> I think think you were gonna say. You that. know, I mean, how old is LTW? Forty-seven. Okay. Fifty. How many 50-year-old women do you know who are getting pregnant? Um, and it, it, this is like, it feels like uh, the Immaculate Conception. Like, this feels like a divine intervention. I don't, we don't know their status. I don't know many people who are 50 years old, like, when I think about it. Yeah, that's true. But it, I feel like it, this shit happens all the time, though. I, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, it happens. It doesn't not happen. All right. I'm looking this up right now, how old LTW is. I also think this is really fascinating that, like, to have a, someone who's 50, year, 50 years old have a surprise pregnancy would be the shock of their life. And I would wonder how healthy the baby was going to be. Truly. Yeah. I mean, they call, like, my doctor said in two years, mine would be a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. Once pregnancy. you turn 35, it's a geriatric pregnancy. All right. How old isn't just like that? So... People do it. I guess, like, maybe it's more likely that you would be doing fertility. Exactly. I How many naturally 50-year-olds? Maybe she's not 50. Maybe she's younger. Maybe she's 45. She does have older kids. Yeah, she could be 45. She could be younger. I know that Charlotte and her, just because you... I think there's a certain point when kids are in school, you think parents are the same age, but they're not. Like Charlotte, that's a be, huge age gap between the baby. It's going to be like 16 years between. Okay, let me find this. The youngest one, then. Okay, wow, I'm on New York Post right now. Let me find this. Okay, where the fuck is this? Announces she's pregnant. It's a plot line that pretty much came out of nowhere, but naturally look forward to seeing how the 
peerless makes maternity clothes fuck they don't even talk about it i don't know what do you what do you guys think i thought maybe she's 41 maybe she's younger that's true we don't know i i don't know i thought i assumed that she was like their age i assumed she was 50 and i think hearing a 50 year old woman get pregnant without any intervention maybe they were using intervention i just don't think think they're shocked i don't know interesting plot line let's see where that goes um fashion. let's see where that goes fashion i loved <laughs> carrie's outfits in this episode carrie in the opening scene with that see-through stretchy cashmere something dress with like the black bra and black underwear through oh it. that yeah that she looked fantastic in and that. that felt like a callback to outfits she's had in sex in the city and especially she's worn that when like aiden's wearing his whitey tighties like they love doing callback to aiden and whitey tighties that was yeah. very much sexy yeah they thing. do they do um what about some call outs for you fashion? um that green wasn't there a green thing the, the whole green get up when she meets the ex-wife yes yeah. carrie has this awesome green outfit i just love like the green bomber jacket and like the yeah. green dra- yeah i loved it i, I want to wear that outfit i thought that was that really was so cool. you yeah i was like fuck yeah this is so cool i liked carrie's pink shirt and patterned pants at the dinner with yeah Aiden, Seema, and Seema's little new boo yeah um yeah i mean the fashion this episode was pretty good i i don't know i mean the show is so funny yeah i, li- I like the show this episode did kind of annoy me with the apartment thing but yeah. i'm into the show yeah yeah i we're think we're i think we're getting into a good kind of area like I think I like I want to know what's gonna happen with Lily and Brady. I want to um, know what happens to Carrie and Aiden. Yeah, so like we have some like love interests that are kind of anchoring us in um, product placements. They had they went to Chipotle at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the million dollar listening. That guy Ryan yeah. Ryan Sefferin or something Sefferin. I don't know. I can't think of any other product placements, but. Um, yeah, that- I'm surprised they didn't say like Realtor.com or Zillow yeah, 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 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it on Street Easy. I was even surprised they were at Chipotle. But um, no. how many bucket hats? I'm giving it four. Me too. I'm giving four. it four. four. It's not a five because it four. It's a four. Okay, it's pre- a four. Predictions for the next two episodes. There's two more. There's left. only two more. We only have two more. I think we're gonna see. Do we think it's going to be a happy ending? Well, do we think there's a season three? That's the thing. If there's a season three, there's got to be some issue. I think there's a season three. Wow. I think there's a... I think that this show... Like... Like, we're never going away. I think this show is booked for three seasons. Okay, so... We just don't... If there's a season three, I think there might be something that happens with Carrie and Aiden to kind of keep us titillated. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think it is really um, telling that they didn't shoot the Virginia scene. I know. Wait, they they really didn't get us that invested. Imagine if Aiden proposes again. It's with that ugly ass ring. Oh (laughs) yeah, amazing. And this time she'll take anything. She's like, I love it. Oh my god, that would be amazing. So I don't know. Lily and Brady still hooking up. Charlotte and work. I don't know. I mean, it's so boring. It's so boring. We we just said we liked it. What no, are you talking? What I mean is that it's like to even yeah. predict exciting things. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. I'm liking the show. Yeah, but I don't see anything shocking yeah. happening. Yeah, because yeah. what would be shocking? Well, all right. You heard well, it here first. <laughs> well, let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know what you think about the apartment, and let us know your predictions. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, bye, our little. Million dollar listings. Buy our little Brady and Lily to love trysts. <laughs> Bye. Bye.